So today, as you've seen by the title, I'm going to focus on accountability, privacy and secret development. You heard me right. Not self-development, but the focus today is on secret development. Let's start off with accountability. You may have heard me mention it in some previous episodes. I have a mentor um, and I have people in my life that I um, have as like accountability partners. Like I haven't officially labelled them as accountability partners, but they're the people that I go to um, outside of my mentor who gives me some great sound wisdom for me personally i right now in this season of my life prefer if my accountability are, are people who are much older than me um because i find that with the life experience on top of um like the faith um and the head knowledge it's just a great combination to be able to kind of ask someone, hey, um, an opportunity's coming up um, and they've asked me to speak about this, this and this. I don't feel comfortable about this particular topic, but the other two I'm great with. What do you think? And then I would get some sound advice from there. Or if it's pertaining to faith, um, hey, I'm just right now in a season where I just feel like I'm just struggling to kind of keep my focus on God because I'm just really feeling anxious about my studies or I'm really feeling anxious about like the direction my life is going and I would have some great advice from there. I want to say this especially to those of you who are between 16 and 25. Um, please try your best now, no pressure. So I'm not saying run out you know <laughs> as soon as you hear this um, episode well not run out zoom zoom out as soon as you hear this episode and ask any old person can you be my mentor can i um can we like be accountable to each other no take time allow god to lead you and take time because you also have to see the character of these people when i asked my mentor such a funny lady she's such a sweet lady as well can you be my mentor she was like let's not call it officially mentor um because <laughs> she's so humble because she was like you know me there's just still a lot god's doing within me hence why i chose her um just her humility her humility is so sweet but um i've said okay fine then um let's not use the official title um but she knows that i come to her like a mentor and she talks to me like a mentee um and I'm saying that to say because it depends on the culture of a person. Some people like official titles. Um, but once some people feel like, okay, we know what this is. We know the structure. You can still class that relationship as a mentor relationship. Um, so I've had that conversation with my mentor and she knows that I see her like that and I come to her like that. Um, and she's such a blessing in my life. Like, ah, uh, if I just start going on and on, like... The podcast will not finish. And um, one of the things that really surprised me that she says, it surprised me and it blesses me at the same time. She's always saying, I learned so much from you. And I'm literally like, are you like, I call, I'm not going to call her name, but culturally, um, I call her auntie just out of respect. Um, so I'm like, auntie, um, you learn so much from me. I learn so much from you. And I'm saying that to say you want someone who um, you have that relationship of a mentor with um, to have a level of humility to a point where they see within themselves there is always something for them to learn. Because I'm telling you this, yeah? I am telling you this. If you have someone in your life whether it's mental accountability, um, and I'll speak about the other people who are good to surround yourself with, um, to help you grow and develop as a person. If you surround yourself with people or a person who 
speaks and acts and thinks as though there is nothing else left for them to learn in this world run <laughs> please like run i beg you run fast if it's zoom the way you shall click on that button the whole zoom company shall hmm, the way will they they hmm, fam i'm stuttering run yeah run because the Bible makes it clear that no man, no woman, no organization, no person on this earth will ever, ever have full knowledge of the entirety of life and the creation from the beginning to the end. Hmm. Alpha and Omega. Yeah? Only one being who has all knowledge is God. So any person who has that level of arrogance, and it may not even, sometimes it's subtle with some people. It may not be arrogance. It may come across as, it's still arrogance, but it may come across also as well as um, a level of religious maturity. No, if you get to a point where you feel as though you can't learn from anyone, even your mentee, Fam, you've got it wrong in life. You have got it wrong. Yeah. So I'm saying to those of you, especially those of you who are teenagers, keep your eyes and your ears open to see the level of humility that they have. And I want to speak of this as well. Be careful for false humility. What do you mean, Ronnie? What's false humility? If this person has a sense of oh no, it's not me, it's just God. Let me pause before you say, well, Ronnie, you're contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. There's some people out there who always say, it's God, it's God, it's God, and it's out of insecurity. Not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't give God all the praise and the glory, but the way they act. Sometimes in speech, it can be confusing because when they say it's God, well, you think, of course, yes, give God all the praise and the glory, but God speaks about the heart and the intention of man so he sees the intention so if someone's always it's god it's god and they're always putting themselves down um that level of insecurity is not going to do anything for you it, it 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 will kind of stifle you to maximize yourself i can honestly say with the confidence and the boldness that my mentor my accountability people and all the other um leaders and different types of people in my life who are mentioned in a bit and the level of boldness that they have, it's helped me to become bold. Like when people look at me and people say, like back in the day, oh, you're 21. I thought you were 25. Like, oh, you speak like you're 25. Now, please believe, as I said, there's nothing exceptional about me. Like, you know, I'm not the most wisest person, but again, from a young age, and it's only by the grace of God, I was blessed with people who um, kind of took me under their wing and from that it taught me to seek wisdom. Um, so there's people who would say to me like if I'm if I'm doing stuff for an interview um, and I said oh hey, hey I've got this coming up there's people who would say to me um, don't mention that that's what needed and I would say why and they would explain or some things like I used to do that false humility thing that's why I spoke about that put myself down after some heavy insecurity do we still all have insecurities yes but i believe as you grow and use as you develop as a person certain things are meant to be left and certain things i just don't deal with anymore um and other things yes i'm still developing and growing in other areas of my life i don't want to make it out like i'm perfect um but i remember i would talk to these people and they would say to me well actually you've got experience in this area and that area um, even though the job description doesn't sound like something your experience matches to, they want to know that you're still able to, you know, um, be a relatable person or your communication is great with different um, racial groups and stuff like that. And then I would be like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. So you imagine going to the interview on my own um, and not saying those things. And I've seen what they have said um, to come to pass and I've seen it be true. Um, so yes, be careful of that false humility. It's it's a weird sense of a self-sabotaging, 
insecurity mindset and sometimes if if you haven't if you don't have that revelation by god excuse me and you don't have that level of wisdom to see you can kind of mistake it sometimes for humility but the the bible says for us to be bold as lions the bible says that he is the maker of heaven and earth he says that we are his children and what is his belongs to us. He says that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. He says, ask and it shall be given. So if God is saying all these things about us, um, there's no room for hiding, you know, underneath the bed, hiding underneath the lampshade, not the lampshade, the palm tree, palm tree. Because um, you can't hide underneath the lampshade, can you? You would have to be one miniature miniature cartoon character human <laughs> human being but anyway i'm getting off point um so yeah you don't want someone who is arrogant and you don't want someone who is in a deep sense of insecurity um so it's important to find the healthy balance that's suitable to you um so yes i have a mentor um for me personally, I think it's amazing. Um, it's life changing and the mentor is someone who is not a part of my family nor part of my church. Um, but she is a Christian and she's a mother. Um, and if, if she gives me permission one day, I probably will ask her to come on the podcast and interview her. And I'm, I'm telling you, when you hear the interview, she'll be so humble, so, so humble. But this woman changes lives for real for real like she changes lives and her honesty and humility especially um because she's a bit old and i know sometimes with the older generation some people can be stuck in a certain mindset she's not like that and i have honestly been blessed um to have her in my life so yeah and then i have um an accountability person I go to um, and this person is a guy um, one day if he wants to come on I will ask him because um, what what I'm saying is by having people coming on I want you to see what com healthy conversation healthy relationship looks like um, so yeah one day I may ask him to come on if, if he wants to come on. and again he is so humble Pfft, I'm telling you so humble um, but he gives me some amazing advice um and he is someone who i can learn so much from so much from um but i try and be honest with him um and it really helps me because you know the bible talks about sharing things in the light and when you share things in the open it brings healing it brings clarification it brings a deeper sense of maturity and grows you in your faith so when i share certain things with him every single time i come off of the phone with him i'm feeling edified let me the churchy jargon i'm feeling good smashing fantastic i'm feeling amazing like because i've been able to share something with him and the, the wisdom he's departed within me i then start to apply that that's something we're going to touch on is application of wisdom application of wisdom so the next set of people um that i have in my life um are some christian leaders um obviously i said before um i never said how new i was but i haven't been at my church for years and years my new church um but the christian leaders that i have um with the young adults group are amazing and i've been able to share some wonderful stuff with them um again it's been amazing to have um these people in my life because they they just reiterate um god's love and blessing over my life and they uplift me as a person um and i think it's so healthy to have people who will just remind you when they see you on zoom every week you're amazing like you can never get too much of that. I personally believe so much in empowerment, like empowering others. I'm not just about empowering male or female or young people, um, or if you're from this culture or that culture in general. I'm about, ex to be honest, especially when you're Christian, I'm so much about empowerment um, because I don't 
think a lot of people know that being being a Christian comes with that. They're so used to just going to church and maybe serving on the kids team or whatever and doing the car park and that's it. But there's so much that God wants for you. And all these things um, is in the word of God and all these things is in the heart of God for you. Um, so, yeah. And then um, another set of people. So we've so far we spoke about mentors, accountability partners, um, and then Christian leaders. Another set of people are elders. Um, elders, old people, older people, um, older generation. I think this is important. Um, sometimes, yes, we can feel like, you know, older generation, mm, no, they're too backwards. But can I tell you this? Some of the older generation people that I've had in my life, um, yes, some of their views may be a bit what I considered outdated, but the heart in which they're coming from is still relevant because they are still willing to learn. Um, and the life experience that they have, I can learn so much from. Yes, I may not always agree with what they're saying, then they may not always agree with my viewpoint and how I do it, but what I can come to a common ground in is knowing that they have lived triple times my age and it doesn't matter how outdated some of their views are they still have some amazing views that i can learn from like especially some of the um elders i've had in my life who are all like in their 70s and they're healthy hey me i'm i'm in my 20s and my fitness is not on point how are you in your 70s and you're walking faster than me? <laughs> you know the shame? Oh God, we rebuke shame in Jesus' name. We don't want it. Imagine you're walking faster than me and I'm saying, please slow down. I'm out of breath. But yeah, um, I think having older people in your life, again, um, for those of you, it may be grandparents, maybe older people at church or older people outside of that, or, you know, some older people who have your best interest at work, because um, there is some great people who are not just in a Christian setting or family setting, but you've got some great people at work, especially when you know they have your best interest. Um, so, yeah. Um, next category is see so i said that said that um yeah so I've, I've i've said all the categories now so yeah let me go over them again um get yourself a mentor accountability partner or partners um christian leaders for those of you are christian elders that's older people older generation um okay yeah last category friends who have wisdom now, I'm going to spend a bit of time on this because, especially in our generation, we have taken taken it way too far. Way too far. Like, our friends have become our gods. Like, <laughs> you know, we're walking with gods every day. We're WhatsApping gods, you know. Um, we've taken it a bit too far because instead of having a combination of you know, all the categories I spoke about of people to surround yourself with. Nine times out of ten, um, you've probably got a whole bunch of friends and maybe one elder or maybe one Christian leader that may be like your youth pastor or your pastor of your church. That That is in your circle and that's unhealthy. I say that because um, even if your friends are a little bit older or a little bit younger, you're more or less in the same generation and you more or less have not the same life experiences, but the level of maturity you have will be very similar. Even if you have some that's a bit more mature, a bit less mature, it's very similar and it's too close. Um, that's when you listen to so many friends. Um, so I want to get that out of the way, like expand like, if you do this, yeah, I'm not saying this is the 10 top tips, so please don't take this as gospel. But if you apply this in the best way you can by having a mentor, accountability partners, Christian leaders, elders, um, and 
the friends that I will speak about who are healthy to um, take wisdom from, you will find that it's quite balanced and it's important to try and strike some kind of balance when it comes to people who are speaking into your life. Um, so yeah, when it comes to friends, um, be intentional about the friends you listen to. We've got different types of friends and even still, I think I may do an episode one time about how to categorize people. Um, because I remember when I first started learning this, I think I was a late teenager. Um, it blew my mind because I didn't, I didn't even know you should categorize people and you actually should. Um, the Bible speaks about it. if you look at the best business um, entrepreneurs, the best business people out there, you will find that they apply stuff like this in their life. Um, because you can't exactly have your friend who, um, you know, is not the most business minded talking into your business. You need someone else who has a different type of wisdom. You will find that the most successful people on this earth, they do stuff like this. And this is where I've learned it from. Um, and slowly but surely, one day I shall have a business empire. But um, slowly but surely, um, even without a business, but just in terms of my human connections and relationships, um, applying these things that I've learned from other people um, are really actually helping me. And it's actually true um, because what comes into that is boundaries and stuff. I think I may do a separate, I'm going to do many more episodes basically. Um, but do a separate episode on boundaries as well. Um, so yeah, I think the friends who you should listen to are the friends that, um, and I would say this as a Christian person, um, pray about it because nine times out of 10, if you know your friend's not snaky, um, and you know your friend cares for you it's good but sometimes still your friend may not be in a place of life to glean wisdom from on some topics that's quite deep rooted within you um so even though there's love for them and there's no malice or there's no snakiness behind the scenes you still have to be intentional about what you listen to because again going back to that principle of a child driving you to work um, when that child becomes an adult, you'll be able to do, you know, watch football together, go shopping together. But when they're three years old, the best place for them to be is in, is in a pram. And if you look at it like that, um, you still love that child, but they're just not in that place to meet your needs and expectations. The place that they're at right now is to be in a pram. So, um, yeah. So the friends that you should listen to are the people who, um, once you feel within yourself, like you've come to God and you felt like, okay, you know what? Um, this person has some good wisdom. Glean wisdom from those where I need you to take, pause with your emotions right now. And I need you to be honest and look at the life that your friend is living. Some people may get offended and some people may say, yeah, but who can judge? Only God can judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all of that. But if you're living a type of life that I don't aim to live, um, I don't really want to hear what you have to say. And it's, I'm, I'm saying that with a passion, but I'm going to be honest. It's the right thing to do because as much as you love your friend, if you listen to your friend, let's just say your friend's finances is not in the gutter. It's in the core, you know, the hot part of the earth in the core part of the earth yeah where they say molten lava you know i don't even know if scientists have fully got there but they know what it looks like that part of the earth if your friend's finances is way down there why are you then going to listen to your friend about how you should save up to get an apartment or how you should spend your student finances yes your friend loves you but where your friend is at right now in terms of finances it's not going to be the best wisdom for you to listen to so take that emotion out of it. And even if your friend is like, yeah, but don't you trust me? Um, I trust you, but not your finances. <laughs> I trust you, but not your finances. Um, but I'll give you some tips and stuff, um, again, in more episodes um, of how to have certain difficult conversations. Um, am I an expert? No, but you do need to set boundaries with your friends. Um, because we're all human and we're not perfect. Remember that.
remember that. Um, so yeah, the friends that you, especially the area of their life that's succeeding in, learn from them and ask them questions like, so hey, I see that you're really good with your fitness goals. Like, so what do you do? What do you take? Do you take protein shakes? Do you have like a routine plan? Um, like how many times do you go to the gym? Learn from them because what's work, what they have pushed through and what they have worked through and what they have um, been diligent and spent their time in growing and nurturing, nine times out of 10, if you listen to them and you adjust obviously for your lifestyle, you will get the results that you desire. That's just fact. There's, there's no like... Do you know what I mean? There's nothing about that that's too difficult to understand. You'll get the results that um, you desire. Um, so listen to friends, but first look at their lifestyle. Because I'm telling you this, I've even been guilty of this. Uh, where I've been chitta and chatta and chitta and chatta. And that area of my life is complete nonsense. It's rubbish. But I'm talking... You know, like they're soon going to elect me for prime minister. No, I don't. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was talking rubbish. You know, um, I'm not saying that you have to be guru number one to speak about something, but there has to be some kind of progression of growth in your life. That's why I said there would have been no point in you know in a few episodes back. There would have been no point me starting counseling yesterday and come to talk to you about it it's been over a year now there's been growth there's been things that has changed within me um and i'm yes i'm still learning but it's been a year like a lot <laughs> the pandemic happened last year um a lot happened i live on my own now a lot happened i left uni a lot happened um, so because I've lived through those experiences and it's been over a year now, I can I can touch on it. But, you know, not going to counselling yesterday, I'd be telling you about one session. <sighs> Please. Um, but anyway, so observe that area within your friend's life that you want to glean that wisdom from. Another thing when it comes to your friends is um, the people that you want to take advice from look at their boundaries mm, mm, mm. this is a message for my generation mm. boundaries boundaries yeah let it soak in boundaries um you find that friends who have certain healthy mindsets have certain things like this in place and when you start to get to know how they set up their boundaries and why they set their boundaries, you will see how it enables them to grow in other areas of their life. Um, can I be completely honest? How do I say this without throwing shade? Do you know what? I'm not talking about a particular person anymore. I'm talking about a cultural, young, adult, young person's mindset. So, hey, if, if you feel like this shade is coming to you, question yourself um <laughs> no but it's something that as i said it's it's a it's a type of mindset especially in my generation like as i said if you're like between 16 and 25 it's something you know what i'm talking about a lot of people don't have healthy boundaries um but with the boundaries i find that people who have them in um who are striving to have boundaries because we're not all perfect and you still need to set boundaries in very various areas of your life but i find that people who strive to set them up um and who are implementing them there's a level of self discipline that they have um, and that self-discipline is important when it comes to accountability in terms of when you know as a person there is something you're struggling with um, or you want to exceed in um, you have to be able to have that self-awareness and in order to get in order to be self-disciplined you need to grow in your self-awareness um, to strive to um, whether it's um, you know come out of a particular struggle 
a particular mindset, deal with certain emotions, or you want to exceed and grow and do better. So everything is connected, yeah? Everything is connected. And um, just look at those who have some good boundaries because if you follow back the breadcrumbs, you will see that there is certain areas of their life that they're thriving in. Because it, it is, is, listen, it's very hard in our generation to have boundaries because you you haven't even gotten up to have a shower yet and you, you turn on your phone and you you see someone's whole life, literally. Like, you see someone's whole life, you know, so there's not there's not that many things that's private today um in our society and, and that is an area a whole separate area of privacy i'm going to speak about um because it's only by the grace of god um and i think maybe negative experiences that i have had but then god changed it and developed it like um and then used it to become something positive because i believe you can learn from everything but um, I can honestly say from since I was a child, I'm, I'm good with privacy. And I think that's because of how I was brought up. But hey, we shall touch on that in a second. Um, so yeah, um, look out for those things with your friends. Look out for the areas of their life that they're thriving in. Look to see their boundaries. And also as well, um, ooh, this one is... Is it heavy? Maybe it is. Um, there's one thing with sharing. There's nothing wrong with sharing. Um, and confession, confession time. I have done this. And God has convicted my very dear son. So when you need to stop. Um, no, I have just done it once. I've done it. Like, yeah, definitely. Um is gossip oh my gosh that one touched my soul gossip i'm gonna say this yeah i'm not god so i'm not gonna be you know telling you it's okay um i allow you to do this or do that but let's go back to the word of god um there's times where we will slip up yeah times where we will say too much that we shouldn't have um, but when you find that yourself or people, you're talking about everybody's business on a regular basis, and you're not just sharing surface, but you're sharing soil, <laughs> you're sharing deep things all the time, your friends are sharing deep things about other people all the time and especially when you're not close like it's one thing when this person knows intricate parts of your heart because then you know there's that conversation of well when does it become gossip and when does it become um accountability for example um but if you know you're not close friends but you and this person or the person and another person is always gossiping um please don't use them as accountability <laughs> like yeah don't do that don't do that because before you know your business will not just be on the pavement it will be on a banner in the sky it will be at your local Tesco, your local Asda. It will be on t-shirts and face masks. Um, it will be for, 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 for miles and miles down the ocean, the canal. You will just see your business in a boat rowing and rowing and rowing. And you will wonder how, how, just how. Um, don't use them as accountability. I know many times where, you know, sometimes whew, when the gossip is sweet, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, let me not, let me not. I'm going into shade. Let's stop. Okay, let me stop. Bring it back, Ronnie, bring it back. But I know sometimes it can be something where it feels very tempting to enter into conversation. 
Um, and even still, we do it every now and again. And I'm not coming down hard on you for that um, because I understand you're human. But it becomes an issue when it's a constant thing. Yeah, it becomes an issue when it's a constant thing. And if you have friends who are constantly gossiping with other people, <clears throat> excuse me, to you or to other people and you hear through that person that this person's always talking about that particular person um, or group of friends or whatever, um, it's not wise to use them as accountability. Um, it's just not. Um, yeah, because with accountability, this is, this is where you share sensitive and intricate parts of your heart with someone who you are looking to glean wisdom from and what comes with that wisdom is healing, is knowledge, is understanding and it's growth and um, receiving that from someone who gossips it's gonna it's just not gonna work and you're not even gonna receive wisdom to be honest and I'm sure those of you who have tried to ask um, advice or ask something from a friend who you know they're always gossiping i'm sure that that conversation has been very empty and unfulfilling um so yeah let's go over it again i want you to get a mentor or mentors however many up to you but at least one accountability partners or partner um christian leaders for those of you are christian whether that's someone in your church um, and I say leaders specifically um, because another person in the church can fall under a category of elder or a friend. But when it comes to Christian leader, they're hopefully by the church you go to or the organisation you're with, by seeing again how they live their life. Yes, we're not looking for perfection, but we're looking for someone who makes an effort to at least tries. Um, specifically when someone's a leader there's a level of responsibility um on them and um you will find that they are mindful and very cautious of how they don't just present themselves but how they look after other people so specifically leader in this case and then um elders elders older people older generation um and friends who you can see a um have boundaries b who's not heavy in no gossip and um, c someone who is striving um particularly in an area that you want to strive in um and with that before i move on i do want you to just be mindful of if a person is achieving whatever they have in life whether it's physically um or things around them um you know when i say physically like their body if you know that they're not gymming but they're taking stuff um and that's not what you want just be cautious of that um and i would say just a side note with anything in life try your best to get it the right way please because this quick money, fast money thing, um, you've seen it, I don't even need to name names, you've seen it by people in social media, in the celebrity world, and you've seen how it's really damaged them. Um, the longer way can feel very tedious at times, but it's, it's, it's the healthy way, I'm just saying. So, yeah. Um, but try and have these things in place, this circle around you and if you notice i never mentioned particularly family um because it's good to have family who speaks into your life definitely if you've got great parents who speak sound wisdom of course they will be in this list um but not everyone has that um and even those who do have that i find that they still put the system in place because the more sound wisdom you can have the greater your life will be that's the honest truth and as well i i heard this great advice from someone in church and i remember that they said um we don't have to go through everything in life some things um we go through through the experiences of others and i can definitely say when you have this system of people in your life there's certain things you don't have to go through um, 
because you're learning through them. That's why I believe there's everything for a reason kind of thing. And the Bible speaks about that as well. Okay. Um, with accountability, I want you to learn from now. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. And I will leave it there. Learn to ask for help. When I say this is a lesson, hi. The way I had to learn this lesson, I'm going to give you some examples. Yeah, I'm going to give you examples of when I didn't ask for help and what happened, and examples when I did ask for help. And I want you to listen carefully. Um, I said before, I live in a shared accommodation, right? <laughs> so people are up. People are up, so please, if you hear clang clang, um, it's pots and pans, and um, my bedroom is right next to the kitchen. It's, it's, it's a journey, it's a journey, but we shall, we shall, um, we shall continue. Um, so yeah, the first example is this. Let me start with the negative so I can finish off and ease you and calm you with a positive. Um, so I was in a financial situation. Oh, I'm about to laugh, but I get nervous. <laughs> oh, I start laughing. Oh, okay, Rami, come on, man, it's a podcast. Professional, professional. Um, so basically, I was in a financial situation, right? And um, I was struggling. Hmm. I wasn't struggling because I was careless. I was struggling because I didn't expect to be in that circumstance. And even still, those of you who've made that mistake, um, don't ever feel that you're in a place where you still can't get help. There's great people out there. Um, and I don't want you to feel like, you know, I made this mistake so I shall just struggle silently. No, that's a life you know. You know, God wants us to know that regardless of what we do, how we do it, there's still always grace there. So remember that. Um, but basically, I was struggling. Um, and a lot of people know um, it can be difficult for people to ask for money because it's, it's a touchy thing when it comes to money. Um, and when you're humbled, especially through a financial circumstance, oh, the, the humility is spread in other areas of your life. Because it's kind of like once I've been through this, I can do anything. Um, but I was struggling and I didn't need to. Um, hey, God, I don't even know I'm going to get raw. But um, sis went a few days without food, you know. Oh. I know your mouth has dropped open. Hmm. When I said I had no money, this was not like, uh, bring it out of the, the savings of the savings. You know that pocket, it has a bit of like biscuit crumbs. And then you've got like a, a penny or, um, you know, you, you have like maybe a, tw a 20p or 5p. And then you have like a bus ticket receipt. I didn't even have one of them kind of pockets in my life. Um, and... Not gonna go into every detail because you know I don't wanna be sharing people's names, but God used some people around me. Um, again, one of the Christian leaders to help me, um, and I had to be asked the question twice if I needed money for food. And the first time, I basically was like, mm, "It's alright, I'll ask a friend." Um, and I was just basically, it wasn't like a lie, but it still was a lie. In the sense of it was a fabricated so I said I ask a friend but I didn't even yet message that friend but I'm thinking somewhere deep down and hoping the friend answers so I was like yeah yeah I'll ask a friend I'm sure they'll give me some money um, and then a few hours later this person um, through conversation they asked me again and um, mm, God had done a work between the first and <laughs> second conversation and um, I was like, Lord, I'm hungry. Like, I'm actually hungry. Um, please let this person ask me again. Or let it, like... Because I knew they were going to call me. Um, 
and I was I was feeling very prideful. Like I know sometimes when we're struggling, it's kind of like no, I don't want to sound prideful, but it is. That's what it is. Whether you say it's fear, me, I see fear and pride as twin sisters. They're both connected. If you trace the breadcrumbs in your life, you will see both fear and pride. Um, but when they asked me again, I said, yeah. And when I say I act like a queen, I, <laughs> the way I only, obviously, um, I didn't buy a lot because I wanted to save um, for that particular week. The way I act like a queen, couldn't tell me nothing, fam. You could not tell me nothing. Um, and I was so happy. And I think, I don't think I shed some tears after I ate, but is this my friend messaging me in the middle of a podcast? How disrespectful. It's no one, it's my calendar, but still, anyway. Um, but yeah. Um, and. I, I felt like, you know what, I felt convicted after. And when I say convicted, sometimes we see conviction as a bad thing. Conviction is also like gentle reminders as well. Just like how my phone calendar wants to remind me of something. Um, but on that day, I didn't really, so like I felt convicted, but I didn't really fully express the way I was feeling. Um, but I was like, you know what, there was nothing wrong with me saying, yeah, I can have the money. But then as a few weeks went by, maybe two or three weeks, that's when it hit me hard. Like me, I'm a processor. Um, so a lot of times something will happen in the moment, good or bad, actually. It's not even just for negative things. It's also for positive things. And it's it. <laughs> when you get to know me, um, like I'll react in the moment, but then you'll find that three maybe two or three weeks later, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so hyped. I'm like, I'm hyped, I'm hyped. And, you know, um, for those who will be new and getting to them, like, but what are you hyped for? And I'll explain, but like, oh yeah, that was a while back. I was like, yeah, but now I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was processing it. Um, I think then is when I cried because I was like, I went a few days without food. And the person who gave me the food, they actually don't know this. Um, so if they put two and two together, they will get one strong thought. I know it was them, but God bless you. God bless you, sis. You are a blessing into my life. Um, but yeah, and I was crying because I was like, I went a few days without food. The way <laughs> I was contemplating life, you know, it's mad, uh, because in some moments is when all of a sudden the rapture starts looking appealing. And you're thinking, yo, Jesus could come back any moment now, you know, like I, I'm ready. And a whole lot of madness was going through my mind in them days. Because when you're hungry, all you can do is think and sip water. Thank God, you know, my, my water bill is included, is, is, is all inclusive, you know. So I can drink as much water to my heart content. Um, but yeah, um, and I was thinking, Ronnie, why did you... Why did you not ask for help? Like, because when I saw the genuineness of the person who gave me the money, I knew there was no fakery or there was no like, ooh, sis was low and I gave her money, you know? Ugh. Sad times. No, there was like, the love I was getting from her was like, of course I give you money. And she was like, don't even give it back to me. And you, oh, you know those ones where people say, don't give it back. You know you have a friend for life. <laughs> you know them ones. You have a friend for life. When they're like, yeah, just don't even give it back. Hey, especially in Corona times. You're giving money like that? Please. Best know that I'm there for you. Christening. I'm there for your, 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 your next job. But listen, I'm there filling your petrol in your car. I'm there for you. Um. But yeah, and... I just was thinking, you know what? Is it really worth this pride, this fear? Is it worth me going through certain things that I don't need to go through just for the sake of saying I did it? And as I thought about it, I thought, you know what? What would I have been thinking in those days if I had had food? You know, how many more blessings would I have had? 
because after that when i was open oh me i was open for much more and the blessings were just coming and coming and coming and i just kept on getting emotional because i was thinking so you mean to tell me i just literally share a little bit and all these things are coming my way um so i want you to be understand that when you have that accountability in your life and you have people who's there for you um ask for help and can i tell you this some of the people okay so not the category of people that i mentioned like the mentor accountability partner christian leader elders um and friends some of the people i did not go to they came to me and saying that um my phone's doing a madness please bear with me let me pause because something's going on yeah and there's a reason why god has placed those people in your life and use them like sometimes i think because we live in a culture where people don't just use you they use you abuse you chew you spit you out and make sure they cover their left foot right foot roll their car over you so we're so used to being used that when i say um asking people for help and, and use them it can it can sound triggering but i want you to know from a place of health that i believe that god is starting and will start in your life and if you ask him for it those who are not there yet you will enter into that place where you start to be healed and the way you see people it will change it will change um but i want you to know that these people are here for you to do life with they're here for you to glean wisdom from as well um and when you do life with them and you are able to learn from them and ask for help whether it's emotionally or financially you will find that your life is so much more enriched because can i tell you this i don't think when it comes to certain things financially i personally believe that if more people ask for help there's certain things they wouldn't have to do or certain pressures they wouldn't feel because those people who are genuine for them will help them not make them feel guilty because I don't believe that someone can be genuine, genuinely for you but making you feel guilty. That's a load of rubbish. I'm not into that. Um, but those who are genuinely there for you, they won't make you feel guilty. They give you the positive example. So um, there was a particular event um, that a group of people, including myself, did um, some years back now. And... The work pressure was getting too much for me and certain people in the group wasn't pulling their load and the person who I was um, co-coordinator with, she was an absolute gem and um, I kind of said to her, I can't, I can't do everything by myself, I'm struggling, um, can you help? Like she was, you know, we, we were in regular discussions so she knew certain stuff um, but just kind of saying that and at the time I didn't really deep it in like why am I talking like I'm from London? This is what happened when you watch people's podcasts, fam. Ah, oh, I watch so many people in London. And I start talking. I'm not even, I didn't even grow up there. But anyway, um, but love to all the people in London. Um, but yeah, like saying that and I just saw the way her expertise in certain areas was so amazing. And I thought about it, I thought I couldn't have done this without her at all. And I found that asking for help. Now, this particular person, we weren't a close friend. Um, we weren't close friends, but I'm trying to give the example of when you have people who you ask for help. Um, and this can also come from close friends. But this particular person, she had the, you know, my best interest in mind. Um, and she was awesome, absolutely awesome. And... It's so sweet when you ask for help because that load and burden is shared and I really believe in that, you know. Um, that's something that, especially from last year, um, I just really felt like that conviction of you need to start to learn to live life, to share your burdens with people. 
Um, I think also as well because, as I've mentioned before, so many people share stuff with me. Um, I have also kind of felt that responsibility and obligation in a weird, it turned into something weird and unhealthy where I just felt like I couldn't share with them um, in terms of I, I felt like I didn't want to burden them. Um, and it put a lot of pressure on me, which wasn't needed. Um, but I learned from that and I'm still learning. And I find that when you share with people, it's so important. Um, my next point, let's go on. My next point is being mindful of what you take in. Um, that is so important. Like when we're looking at accountability, again, you have to be mindful of who you listen to as well as what you watch um, the content you consume because it's kind of, is counterintuitive a word? Maybe, I don't know, it's a big word, let's leave it. Um, but it's kind of subtracting, we, we can understand that. Um, from you as a person if you have this kind of great you know working to be great category of people in your life you have them and then you're consuming content um from social media or from groups of people from areas um that is just so unhealthy to you it it, it doesn't really work because in order for you to have great accountability you must start to implement the wisdom that's given to you um, so you can't have like one foot in and one foot out. It doesn't really, it, it just doesn't work properly. You know, if, if my mentor said to me, okay, Ronnie, if you're looking to grow in the area of, um, being healthy with your emotions as a young woman, um, for me, again, for me, it's not helpful to watch so many toxic rom-coms or toxic dramas that's always betraying um, maybe the guy as the person who plays games, is never serious, has more than one you know woman he's talking to. And especially if that emotional area in my life is I want to be able to um, trust someone with my heart, that, that, that can't really work because I'm still getting you know all these messages said to me oh you know um guys aren't serious and it's a joke and it's a mess about but then at the same time i want to grow in that emotion in the emotions of understanding that you know people make mistakes everyone's different not every guy's a bad guy kind of thing um that's not going to be helpful so you know with that being said i want you to understand that you have to be mindful of what you also consume um it's so important it's this you know the whole analogy of how do you go to the gym and then have like 50 donuts straight after um that don't really work <laughs> it doesn't really work um because it's like you're undoing all of the hard work um but yeah and my final point is this it's a heavy point um, but we need to get into it and it's allowing God to separate you from people for a season of growth. Um, I've gone through this and forever we will all go through this, um, especially if you want to live the most rich and fulfilling life as a Christian, as a person, you know, business wise, health wise. There's just seasons where you have to be separated from people um, because sometimes having that connection with that person is blocking you from moving to another level and it's not that that person is a bad person. Sometimes people do have bad intentions and malice and you can't see it and God can see it and he just wants you to separate and later on down the years or whatever you learn certain things or you may never learn it but he can see it so there's that, yes, but there's also as well, even if someone cares for you, um, there's just certain seasons where you have to separate yourself from people because um, 
you know if someone is struggling with for example um let's 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 see 